I'm big on collaboration, camaraderie, and relationships. I think that identifying a few guys within the system, particularly a few of our leaders at the club, and trying to have them nearly mentor some of the younger guys. Hello, and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to my YouTube channel to receive a notification and never miss a live interview. I hope you enjoyed this interview and please share with a friend or a teammate that you think will value this episode. Let's go. For those that may be going through the same mindset, they're not sure they've just finished either high school or maybe they've done personal training for a few years and they're interested in physio, um, but they're also interested in the, in the physical preparation side. Um, how did you sort of seek those mentors and those people that had experience for one and, and, and how did you come to that decision to, to choose that part of, of strength and conditioning? Yeah, I think ultimately it was probably due to just practical experience. Um, I was really proactive from the outset. I always had the ambition and drive to work in elite sport. And it is, I guess, as challenging and as ruthless as the industry has been, I was always really adamant that that was what I wanted to do. I was passionate about it. Um, the more people I met along the way, mate, they really facilitated my growth and my development, but allowed me to develop a pretty diverse skill set, which Fortunately, it probably highlighted where I was more suited to with respect to the physiotherapy side or the S&C side. Hey there, I just want to take a short break to announce that we are thrilled to present a game-changing workshop for Australian rules footballers, the practical application of elite sports nutrition for AFL athletes with renowned AFL sports dietitian Ben Parker from the Gold Coast Suns. In this 60-minute masterclass online, we'll dive deep into the world of elite sports nutrition tailored specifically for AFL athletes. You'll discover how to optimize your nutrition to enhance performance, gain muscle mass, boost recovery, and maintain peak condition throughout the demanding AFL season. This is for all ages and all football levels, whether you're playing grassroots, state level, or of course, if you're a professional athlete. If you're wanting to purchase your ticket, there's 40 left. Um, there'll be a great opportunity to also have a send in your questions and individualize your nutrition program. So if this is something that interests you, click the link in the show notes. It's also in our Instagram bio to claim your spot. Thanks, guys. Now back to the rest of the episode. And you mentioned Collingwood Football Club while you're doing your degree. How did you set up that experience? Yeah, I was really proactive from the outset. Um, I was fortunate enough through VU to actually have a, I guess, have an interview with Marty Gervin, who came and presented to us. But I wanted to reach out early to him and and try and acknowledge that, you know, this was my ambition, this was my passion. Is there any opportunities with Collingwood Footy Club? And he recommended that I I just apply for an internship there, um, which I did straight away. And fortunately, they gave me the opportunity and. One thing led to another. It went on to a part-time role. And then, um, fortunately, I was there for a couple of years, learning off some some really reputable people in Dean, who you um, interviewed previously, but also a few others like Benny Shippard and guys who still remain there today. And you mentioned mentors and influencers uh, who spring to mind into some, of some guys that have helped shape your career and help you get to uh, all that you've done today. Yeah, I think there's a multitude of them, Jack. Um, the guys like Alex Moore, John Seagull, Daniel Jones, Dan Meehan, 
as well as my immediate colleagues. So, you know, Josh Humphreys, Tanya Gallo, Dave Sobe and the likes on. So they, all of those epitomise everything I could have ever wanted in not only mentors, but colleagues. I think they were very driven, very humble. Um, it powered me to do my role, but also complemented my role. So gave me the confidence that I could have some autonomy over the role, but align it with the vision and the values of the team. So they've been brilliant for me along the way and, and people who I've stayed in touch with literally every day in my life. So in the rehab role, um, you know, like you mentioned, the rehab coordinator role for someone who's not aware on, on how that works within an AFL program, um, who are your sort of who are sort of your key relationships within the program, and and what sort of like a what are I guess your key pillars uh, for for the rehab coordinator role? Yeah, so I think every club or every organisation approaches it slightly differently. For mine, having a, a really close relationship with not only the medical team but also the performance team, but with respect to certain individuals, definitely a rehab physio. Um, so I mean daily. The communications paramount there, but also the docs just for their input around pathology. What are some ways that you can build resilience for, for developing footballers that are listening in that aren't quite in the AFL system yet? Um, what are some successful methods that you've seen work or that you implement with your uh, training philosophy? Yeah, I'm I'm big on collaboration, camaraderie, and relationships. I think that. Identifying a few guys within the system, particularly a few of our leaders at the club, and trying to have them nearly mentor some of the younger guys. Um, a lot of younger guys are, again, overwhelmed when they get into the system just because of this influx of information. But they're also really enthusiastic and, and driven because they do want to succeed. Everyone wants to succeed. Um, but looking to your mentors, having a good culture surrounding them, I think particularly from the experienced senior guys, if you could pair them up together and show or demonstrate how they go about their training, their utilisation of resources, whether that be massage, physio, ice bars, recovery modalities, anything, I think adopting their approach and their mindset is, is a way that I've gone about it in the past where we can pair up one of the senior guys with those younger boys coming through the system. Uh, what about this one? Favourite inspirational quote? Or life motto. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I actually just read. I've got it on my phone now. Believe it or not, is one by Kobe Bryant. I might actually grab it. Yeah. The biggest mistake we make in life is thinking we have time, and I think it's so pertinent to the the world that we live in right now. I think that there's undoubtedly a lot of people who wish that they travelled or had done X, Y, and Z before COVID because the world's going to be drastically different moving forward. But for mine, I think that that it really resonates with me because, and particularly where I'm going in my career, because I'd rather look back and go, I made the most of every opportunity rather than second guess myself. So that's a really pertinent quote for me. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content such a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian from Collingwood Football Club. What are things that, that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, so I suppose it is, um, 
it'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changes, sure yeah, game changes, whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because yeah. sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes. And, you know, and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary, it unravels everything that I've been working with an athlete. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with Academy member Rama Davies, the strength conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome Rama to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So. I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was uh, I found it to be really insightful. Plenty of gems in there, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my my question to you was: you spoke a, a, quite a bit about um, perspective during that chat, um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did um, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it yeah certainly yeah has been massive for me now and, and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts, doing a, a journal every day just to be to say what I'm grateful for. Sort of three things, and um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to yeah like reset and and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about you know that there is more to life than football, or you know it might be whatever. As an SNC coach, you know if something's you having a hard time. Um, it can be massive with just yeah opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble. Um, yeah. So that's that's been huge. Um, I think I wish back then when I was younger I asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things. Mm. I think I was a bit single minded back then and um, you know I thought there was one way of doing things and um, if I kind of didn't have that fear of, you know, asking a silly question or fear of judgment. It would have got me a lot further and I probably would have learned a lot quicker. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, like just, yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just, yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review, or even share with your mates. 
The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.